What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning into the first episode of the Broken Record Podcast, right here live out of the Corduroy Bar, uh, downtown Las Vegas. And on the show today, we have Gooch from Comp 92.3. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> How you doing today, man? I'm great, man. I'm awesome. great. Been down here at Corduroy. This is the third one. No, no. Yes. It, I think it is the third, third one. Right? Yes, yeah. it'll be the third yeah, time that third we've one. been down here. And uh, yeah, dude, it's been a lot of fun. This is our first time doing this, so it's going to be a little bumpy, but we'll, we'll get yeah. through it. Man. Look, it's all right. You know, <laughs> just hey, just cut that out and just make it look and sound like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think anybody's going to get CTE from this podcast. Come back and sue you guys later. <laughs> oh, we'll fight it. Yeah, we'll fight it. <laughs> All right, man. So here we are. This is basically the main goal here is just to get like every scene of like the rock and roll. Well, I was listening to you on a podcast, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of it right now. But you're saying it's actually pretty hard for like scenes to kind of come together here in Vegas. It's tough. It's tough because you know we don't have the Capitol Records. We don't have that uh, yeah. that big pull, but. It's not like L.A. has it anymore either. It's not like anybody has it. It's these record yeah. labels, everybody could just do this on their own. Um, and it's and it, it has become still the same like fish in a barrel type thing. I mean, not fish in a barrel, but, you know, you're, you're, you're just trying to see exactly what sticks, hoping whatever mm-hmm. sticks. But in Vegas, it's tough because how do you compete with all these other billboards and stuff? It's like, you know, do we want to go see White Noise or... Oh, well, I did get tickets to go check out Metallica at Allegiant for free, and everybody gets free stuff. And it's yeah. just like, you know, we're always like, oh, I want to go check you out, but I got to go do this thing. It's like, that's what happens when you have so much entertainment, and it's all in walking distance. Like, yeah. nobody has it like us. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing I was telling Sean from Crash Midnight, shouting him out right there. Um, but, like, it's this is going to be definitely the bridge is like starting to like become a thing right now because like this just being the staple of like this is like now like our whiskey go go or the rainbow and so now if we can get you know other people from like the local scene that we just kind of established ourselves in and then also like the scene that sean's like more in like that whole combination is just gonna blow up out here i think well yeah i mean it's it's all about rubbing elbows it's all about just kind of who you know i mean mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't i wouldn't have never guessed uh what's your name again buddy chase chase ah. I'm Chase. He's You're Austin. Ch- Chase and Austin. Okay. Yes, yeah. sir. And I would have never... I just listened to your rap on Instagram. You listened to Trick Mirror? I did. Yeah, well, I, I listened, yeah, I listened to the first part that you posted. Yeah, the most and, recent one. Horseshoes and, and Hand Grenades. That's coming out on the 25th. All right. Now, look. Everybody that is watching this, would you have guessed that he could rap? No. <laughs> that's like... I would I would have like... There's That's not a possible thing. And I'm like, wow, he can. He can. Look at that. <laughs> look at Everybody thinks he's a drummer or something. They always think I'm a drummer. Right. But yeah, dude, I mean, it's like, but that's the best part. I mean, it's like you, but the thing is, though, is there might be, you might be drinking with some rock band that wants to collaborate with some, with what you're doing. And like, this kind of fits what I'm doing. And you never know. That's what it's all about. It's yeah. like, don't just stop with what you think you know. Keep learning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Austin, didn't you have a couple of questions set aside? Yeah, uh, some, so... Kind of in the music industry right now, like you see a lot of people com- combining forces like rockin', rappers, hip-hop, and country. Do you think there's going to be even more melding? Do you think there's something next for that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, we're already seeing metal go to metal and EDM. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like we're already mm-hmm. seeing that. I mean, I found it funny that uh, one of my favorite rappers is uh, is Killer Mike and LP from yeah. Run the Jewels. They're amazing, and it's like... And, I, and I'm a big metal guy, and I don't know why their music was, was pulling me in, but for some reason, uh, Revolver Magazine in 2020 had, them, had their record that they released as the number six 
or rock album of that year, or it was just it just made no sense. I'm like, this is clearly hip hop, but it feels it feels metal. It feels rock. You know, it feels it, it's got that it's, it's it, an attitude. It, yeah, and that's the thing. And it's like uh, we're starting to see that attitude emerge, in, in you know, in these melding of genres, I guess. Right. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? So, like, <laughs> I feel like... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking headphones. All right, so talk to me, Gooch. Uh, I, you see this, America? <laughs> <laughs> Asking me questions and shit. Um, it, okay, do you think that rock and roll kind of has, like, a hard time almost, like, reviving itself? Because, you know, everybody likes to refer back to the 80s. And that almost seems like the kind of cutting off point. <laughs> Obviously, the 90s kind of killed off a lot of that excess and like big kind of dangerous thing, which is what like kind of hip hop like almost took over. And there's nothing wrong with that. It always comes in cycles right. and everything. But like because us collectively as a band, we decided like, you know what, dude, how about we cover some more modern bands like the Black Keys or Jack White stuff and stuff, for example, you know, like and stuff and stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like. Stop covering Zeppelin and like Hendrix and not to like no discredit to them because those are the guys who like shaped the whole rock and roll thing. But do you think that it's time for an evolution? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, is that what you kind of think? Like, do you I, think if we keep covering and just always looking to like well, the 80s and the 70s and the 60s? See, and that's the problem that we are having just in entertainment in general. Yeah. Entertainment in general, because now because people can get what they want when they want, well, why would they go away from what they want to mm. lean into something that they might like? You know, it's it's very hard for for you to break somebody out of that out of that out of that mold. You know, it's like you either are somebody who who has to be in the middle of all the genres and you just have to soak it all in because you just love being inspired or or just like all of us, we just kind of get caught up. Just going down the road, like my girlfriend and I. She likes country music. I have no idea, no idea <laughs> about country music, right? So I took shrooms and we went. And we uh, went to. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love that you yeah. said that so quietly. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like whatever. I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on, so I'm gonna have fun. So um, we, uh, I only know like probably two country songs. Like I don't know all the words to them either. You know, it's just I just know them. But um, we end up going to the Sam Hunt show and. And really, it's it's a pop show. It's pop. Yeah. It's pop music. Yeah. It's easy. It's the same. It's the same exact tried and true concept that we're going to throw out there. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. And with rock, unfortunately, what's going on is the idea of singer, guitar player, bass player, or you know maybe you have a three piece and a singer does one or the other, or bass player, or drum, or whatever. But it's like. There's only so many sounds you ha that have already been made. So Jack White comes along, and how many different effects does he put on yeah. that guitar? And it's like that's what has to happen nowadays. That I feel is it's like there does have to be an evolution with these live instruments because that's the one thing. I, although I, you know, you listen to a Diplo or a, a, a Steve Aoki, and I'm not trying to, to to shit on those guys because. They are, they're seriously talented guys. They're crazy talented. But when you see them live, how can... It's, it's this. It's a little dry. I'm paying $75 to watch a guy go bam and then take a cake and throw it at some young lady's face. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what I dropped $75 for. I could have yeah. got the new Madden. You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, mediocre. <laughs> but it's like... You know? But that's, but that's, what's, that's what's considered like entertainment now and it's like because those guys are coming to the table with new sounds yeah. and new ways to to more things and 
Uh, you know, you see, you, you see guys like uh, Tom Morello, mm-hmm. you know, from Rage come along and put these different effects on it. Like, for the longest time, I didn't know he was playing guitar. Like, for the first year or two, yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? Is that guy, is that, he's scratching my He's playing guitar. I had no clue. But that's what has to happen. And look, and, and the bottom line is this. It's like we all still end up going back to the same loops, the same th- three chords. It's like yeah. everybody does it. And it's like... Yeah. What that the problem was with art though is it's like you know we put so much pressure into trying to be different when sometimes all you got to do is just do what you like. If you're different, you're just gonna be different. It's fine, you know. Right, right. Yeah. It's just oh. I wish that some of those bands like Rival Sons, for example, you know, they're a great band or Royal Blood. Like I just wish that they, I mean Royal Blood's kicking ass right now. Fuck yeah. But I'm just saying, dude, Boilermaker is one of the best songs of our generation, man. I'm serious. But it's like I just wish that they could like become like the the modern Zeppelin or something. Which well, we have Greta Van Fleet, but right, right, yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> but but you're right, and 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 that's going to be kind of hard because now the record companies, you know, they they don't have that stranglehold on things like they used to, right? Those are the guys with the money, guys. Well, now all the money is trickled down, and it's like now you got you got now you have like you know where somebody had like billions of dollars now you have like 10 millionaires that are kind of sprinkling around and it just doesn't seem like anything's getting the proper treatment unless you're a pop star or unless you're dating someone famous or you know unless you just want to get involved in something other than the music yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that's the thing it's like we're not the people that make it big now it's like it is a sellout like i'm sorry like when i i i like, I was like, wow, I remember listening to Cardi B once, and I'm like, holy shit, this chick's rock and roll. Because, you know, again, you don't hear a woman talking like that, and she can rap. She's very good at her job. As soon as I saw her in a Pepsi commercial, I was like, you fucking sellout. <laughs> I was like, you're done. You know what I mean? I can't do it, yeah, you know? Got so uh, I got an interesting question for you, because uh, bouncing off of what Kaysen said about, um, like, rock and roll kind of having a hard time reviving itself, and how you even said, like, bands keep going back to, like, the three-chord thing. Nick, can you move that you mic know? a little closer to your mouth? Yes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to start the question off with, like, a statistic. So according to MRC, which is, like, a company that collects data on, like, the... Uh, streaming music streaming platforms. Seventy mm. percent of music streamed on music streaming platforms are old songs. Uh, and then this is like quoting uh, the article itself that was online. It said, "Just consider these facts: the two hundred most popular tracks are now uh, now account for less than five percent of total streams." Um, and then it comes down here saying, um, "So like iTunes filled like so the current list of most downloaded tracks in iTunes is filled with bands." From the last century, such as Creedence Clear, uh, Clearwater Revival and The Police. Yeah. So my question being is, like, in the day of the uh, day and age of the internet, trends hap- with trends happening so fast, what do you think is the best way that bands and artists can grow a loyal, dedicated fan base, creating a lasting image without being forgotten? Uh, besides just doing the basic things of just posting on social media every single day and like just engaging with your uh audience wow i feel like i'm at a ted talk jesus yeah. christ yeah. i was like wow that was a, that was <laughs> some serious sets i really yeah. that was some serious research <laughs> thank you okay it. one more time now just the, the, the final question it was you were asking um so and, and i'm a little stoned i'm sorry so <laughs> so are they <laughs> so what is the best way that like bands and artists can grow a loyal dedicated fan base without being forgotten it really what it is is now you just have to find a way to connect with somebody. I mean, you know, we all have our songs, 
that, that, that hit us. Like, I could tell you my favorite songs, and you're going to be, like, completely com- confused. And you're going to, I'm going to, like, oh, that's a good song. Oh, come on, you hit, like, me, hit me with it now. You like it this much? You know, <laughs> well, you know, like a song like Billy Joel, Always a Woman to Me. It's okay. like, that's a beautiful okay. song. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you hear, you're like, all right, man, take it easy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but some people feel differently. Uh, and, and, and I think that's what it is. It's like, it's almost like, okay, for example, like in hip-hop, what's sad, this is what rock doesn't have. And I think uh, it used to, Metallica used to do it. And Metallica actually did it with Greta Van Fleet. So it was kind of like giving them the sign-off to be yeah. the next thing. you know. They, but they used to take, uh, that, was, that was like the, the big father band's job. Is like, you know, you take these up-and-coming bands, you know, you've already got your fans. They're yeah. already going to be there to see you. Yeah. If they blow you off the stage, well, then you got problems, you know? <laughs> and I mean, and it's like, and, and that's usually what ended up happening is like they were able to co-sign off. And it's like now bands, because these record labels are cutting so deep into your guys' pockets, where it's, whether it's the album sales, whether it's the merch sales, which I thought was way effed up when they started yeah. doing that. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that. And I guess that's like part of the standard deal now that you write, you know, it's, or that you sign. It's just tough because with hip-hop, you could give that sign-off. Like, Jay-Z would be like, oh, Kanye's great. Now, all of a sudden, Kanye's got some, some Grammys, you know what I mean? And then, and then uh, you know, someone else comes along. Like, Wu-Tang was doing it for years, yeah. or they were trying to get these guys that weren't necessarily in that group, but they are like, here's, here's some guys that we, we you know, that's, that's usually what it is. It's, like, it's trying to get that co-sign from, like, a band up here. But mm. now, and, and that's the problem with rock, is because instead of where it would be, like, one rapper, you have three or four guys five guys yeah, sometimes yeah, you know yeah. so it's definitely going to be a lot harder to keep that intact too yeah. and that's something else i mean bands break up you know duos you know it's 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 like when you we, you were talking about royal blood it's like it's just a bass player and a drummer doesn't it's, sound like it yeah it damn. doesn't sound like it but it's like they know, but they know what they're doing you know yeah, and they and sure. they and i'm sure they hire somebody to play guitar while they're on the road i mean it's it can't just be the two of them <laughs> yeah. you know dude it's, he won't give up the secret but it's a split signal between like an actual guitar amp and a bass amp dude okay like you know the big rig rundown videos that they always do yeah. like the musician's gear and stuff yeah dude he splits a signal somehow nobody can figure it out i guess but yeah that's what's going on some it's guys crazy. are just so in tone tune with the music but again like to to back up your point i mean it's like it's just i went and saw 311 oh, oh yeah they're still they're, around they're yeah. still around and they just sold out the mgm yeah. uh the, what? not yeah. the mgm uh park mgm yeah wow. two two nights in a row yeah. Holy shit. so and that's the thing and it's like you 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 laugh about that but it's like what do those guys do my girlfriend's a huge fan of them. Dude, they're the fourth longest act, longest, I, I don't know what the word is, like, they've stayed together the longest, mm-hmm. like, longest and intact. Yeah, the longest tenured oh, band. Like, yeah. the fourth longest tenured wow. band in North America. It's like, that's great, hell? dude. Yeah. But, I mean, but listen to what they're always talking about, family, togetherness, and all yeah. that other stuff. It's yeah. like, that works. If you can, if you can do a KISS army, yeah. If you can do something like that, if you can make the fans feel like they are part of the decision making yeah. into what makes you money, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, you're killing it. Dude, yeah. I agree with everything that you're saying because that's exactly like even just doing this alone. You know, some of the other bands like we're going to be playing with like this Saturday at Pineapple Fest or like First Friday and stuff, you know, they're just about building each other up because you're right. Because I remember that Motley Crue was a very established band and the only reason that Guns N' Roses got 
like you know the shout out was from them because they brought them on tour right but that doesn't really happen anymore because now that everybody's so de- independent i think because of what you said because record companies are digging to everybody i mean we do everything ourselves our merch everything mm-hmm. there's no reason for a record company to dig in our pockets what reason for right yeah. you know so when they do that i you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. Well, you know it's, i want to ask it's, you it just keeps you it keeps it, it just it all it is is it just it just with if you're not going to do it on your own it's like these record companies it's like if you don't have this giant single because that's yeah. all it is yeah. they'll go here's a million dollar contract we now own you Write a sing- yeah, exactly. Write the next big hit. If you don't write that next big hit, we're going to own you for the next three or four albums. <laughs> you're probably going to fucking break up by then, and you're not even going to get to the th- third or fourth album, and yeah. you're going to be broke, and you're going to owe us fucking money. And it's yeah. like, dude, it's it's like the mind trip that they do to these artists, you know? Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, Yeah, so do you just think that, um, like, record deals and all that are just flat out, like, useless, or do you think that they still have some benefit? There's still some benefit because the people, like, for example, like, Virgin, like, you know, if you get, you get, you sign a record label with Virgin or, like, some of these huge record labels, yeah. Interscope, uh, you're going to get their um, marketing dollars, yeah. Yeah. The marketing is the there. marketing is yeah. huge, yeah. and then or they'll go, okay, well, you know, we want to, we want to get you guys um, heard. So what we're going to do is we're going to have you work with this artist as well. So that'll be your sign off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So so it's not that it's not that you know giving the finger to, to giant record labels is the play. You know. But at the same time, know your worth because they will because the the amount of pressure you you are under as soon as you sign with that like. I don't know, man. It's rough. Like right, Rick, yeah. Rick from Adelita's way told me horror stories, bro. Horror yeah. stories. Yeah. And it's all based out of fear, though. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, but that's what that's what my point was. Is just that since everybody's so independent, they feel like they can't lift anybody else up. But that's what we're trying to do now. Because aside from this, we have Mad Rabbit Media, which is like where we shoot music video. Like we shot his music video. We do all of ours, and we're starting to expand. And like we just shot a music video for Secos. Shout out to Secos. They'll be a guest on here. They're a great. Ba- uh, like up and coming band, they were just maybe they'll get played at Corduroy tonight, oh. bitches. No, <laughs> no dude, their, their music was just played <laughs> no, at the sorry. Golden Knights game, yeah. actually. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's awesome. A lot of bands out here are really trying hard, man. Like, I see the dedication. Like, we all work hard, we all work normal jobs outside of this. Like, and I know that they're doing the same exact thing. Like, they're working jobs too, just like you know, we all are, and they're putting a lot of. Work, Dude. Uh, work and effort into the band too so it's like it goes like this man you, you're you either going to do what you were saying where you work where you, yeah, I did the same thing I was <laughs> don't like, tap, uh, don't uh, but uh, you were exactly what you were saying you're either going to A get a day job or B you're going to suck the life out of every friend and family member that you have because you're not going to have a job and you're like yeah but I need yeah, to focus on this exactly. full time and, and eight hours of Madden you know what I mean it's like they, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's funny to me so it's like yeah you have to have that and all these guys have to have that but you know again just just understand that what's important what like if you are i i always say this to comics because dude these assholes they think they're gonna get <laughs> famous and they think as soon as they get famous all of, you know all their sadness and depression and stuff is just gonna go away no it's just gonna come in a new bag dude are you chasing happiness or are you chasing are you chasing to be a good comic because a good comic wouldn't be bitching about pay a good comic well i mean if you get to a certain level then yeah of course if you're john mulaney you can <laughs> hey look my yeah. asking price is this yeah. it's like but but you know, but again, I mean, it's like, but if you want to do comedy, you're just gonna do it. 
Yeah. Like Hannibal Burris is a great comic. You hear <laughs> you hear you hear him popping into open mics in Vegas all the time, just regular stank ass open mics. Mm-hmm. And he walks yeah. in there and it's like Hannibal Burris, what the fuck is he doing here? You know, and yeah. it's just like, and, and that's just because he has to do it, and that's the way, and that's the way I think artists are. It's like I just have to do this. Mm. Touching on that real quick, do you think Vegas could actually become more of a comedy scene? Um. I know we already get like a lot of headliners at like we all well the big stadiums, comedy but, stores like, almost gone downhill, right? Yeah. Do you think any like intimate clubs like that are going to pop up in Vegas, become more popular? This is the hard part about that, where I I think about a scene like a comedy scene where it's like you know oh you know we like it was in the eighties, yeah. which will never happen again. <laughs> you know, like all the all the rock stars that we all think we know, dude. Believe me, man. They, there, there's the video cameras and. Think about how many shitty things they've done. The ladies in the past, you know what I mean? Like, believe me, bro. Caught away with murder. Exactly. All of our heroes are dead, bro. So it's Hell like... Hell yeah. Drink it, to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> My last sip. Yeah. But, it's, but, you know, but, but it just depends. Can it work off of the strip? Right. If it can work off of the strip, then maybe. But so far, I have it. The only thing I've seen work off of the strip is the Dirty at 1230. That's at the South Point every Friday at 1230. My buddy Gabe Lopez runs that fantastic show 400 people show up and it's a free show it's free to get in but they get great comics i've done a ton of times it's so fun and it's like but that's the only thing i could think of off the strip that pulls right anything else it's like man i don't know how the hell this is gonna work (laughs) you know did you have a favorite comic growing up my favorite comic growing up it it, okay my first favorite comic is the one that like well this is cool i kind of got an idea for like wordplay was george carlin yes 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 the favorite the goat dude dude well but then when i was uh in like 94 95 that's when like 19 year old dave Chappelle came out Uh, and it was like you know he's only like five six years older than me and i'm like he's talking about things like i know that you know And, (laughs) and and the thing is with dave is he came he had this upbringing where it's like he came from like super white Ohio and they moved him to like DC, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So he had this upbringing where he got to, where he had this outlook on life where he's like, you know, where, where some people would talk, talk out their ass thinking they know what it's like. Dave's like, no, I know what it's like mm-hmm. and I can write a better joke. Thank you. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> and that was always him. And he was, uh, so Dave for, for a long, long time, um, was my favorite. Now, you know, look, it, it, I don't think he does comedy anymore. I think it's more social commentary. Um, yeah. You know, he'll have a joke in there, obviously, but it's like, but it's like, I just don't think it's it's like when I talk about the big greatest comic going on right now, it's got to be Bill Burr, just because he's yes. still yeah. he still writes jokes, yeah, and it's still like, and he's still out to get laughs, and it's yeah. like, it's not like Dave where it's like I said it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, <laughs> where, where Bill is more like I got something I, I want to. There's a setup and a punchline, yeah, right? Try yeah. look, hey guys, try looking at it like this, and that's more Bill's style. And it's he's just been able to maintain that brilliance for a lot longer. And you know, it's that those are my guys. Yeah, we just saw Bill at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> no clue. I had a stomach ache. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he's so great. He I was s- the frowning person at a comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw him open up for Tom Papa. Uh, he's great, too. Dude, he's so funny. <laughs> Makes so, bread. Good dude, bread, apparently. Dude, who was it? I said this to, uh, about Tom Papa. I said, uh, if you don't know who he is, I go, um, uh, what is he? Who is the, uh, oh, man, he was the, he, okay. He's the Gene Hackman of, like, of, of comics where it's mm. like, where you don't think, when you think great actors, you don't think Gene Hackman. But when you, but when you 
somebody goes, hey, what about Gene Hackman? I fucking love Gene Hackman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Tom point. Papa. Yeah. That's that guy. More that's of the true. most slept on comics. Yes. yes. Honestly, yeah. Super funny. And then now John Mulaney, too, is also so yeah. funny. I mean, I, I, dude, that guy is so funny. So, yeah. yeah. I got to try to get tickets to go see one you because you're still doing comedy. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, man. I've been doing comedy a long time, man. I just did it uh, past Saturday. The problem is with me is, like, you know, when you're a local, mm-hmm. you know, they, they always go, oh, okay, well, we'll just – this guy can't make it. You know, we don't – we just won't book you for like a week. You're, you're going to be here. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's always, but I get booked a lot, but it's like, it's always like a day or two in advance. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I just bounce around a lot. You're the on-call comment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Tom Segura? I think, I think, okay, Tom Segura's first album was so funny. Okay. <laughs> so funny, right? So funny. And, uh, and I do like his albums. It's just what Tom has done in, and, and it's like it, he 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 grew because of his podcast. Yeah. So yes. now his set isn't isn't set to uh, to try and get a bunch of strangers to laugh. That's true. You know. Uh, now it's like, oh, let me just get some game. people that I already know that know me, and mm-hmm. I'll just cater to them. Yeah. And it's like, so if you don't listen to the podcast, you're not going to walk away going, "Oh my god, that was so brilliant." But if you right. listen to the podcast, it's the greatest night of your life. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. We uh, we watched that Kool Aid bit on repeat. Oh my god, oh, dude! The two bears, one cave. Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura, dude. I'm, god, dude. I've never laughed like so hard in my life, dude. dude. My, my girlfriend f- won't laugh at it. I don't think she has a soul, honestly. It's that, <laughs> it's that funny. Shout out, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is that funny. Are we still good on time? Uh, I think I got to get out there in just a little All right. bit. Yeah. Well, we can wrap it up right now. But. Does anyone else have anything else? All good. All you good. Oh, yeah. so I'd read you were born in Ohio. Yeah, I'm a Browns fan, which is very Ooh. difficult these days. <laughs> how do you feel about how do you feel about Watson? The, the Sean Watson. Here's the thing, man. It's, it's like it's like oh god, it's so difficult because you hear twenty, you, you hear all those cases, but then you go, he did get cleared of criminal charges, mm-hmm. and it's like, and then after that, it's like I don't know, I you know, it's like. Is there going to be payouts? I, I, that's the most that, that these people can get at yeah. this point are payouts. And it's like so – and those are usually going to get kept under wraps anyway. So it's like I don't – so we will never know what happened. Yes. You know, we will never know what happened. And that's – and honestly, guys, like uh, when you used to get mad about – I used to get mad about blatantly – like what was it? Who was that chick that killed her kid in Florida? And oh, Casey, Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. Yeah. You know, you, you hear these things and you're just like, oh my god. But you know, you can get worked up about it, or you could just live your life. And that's kind of where that's I'm fair. at. So, yeah. guys, to answer your question, here we go, brownies. <laughs> <laughs> they have a legit Super Bowl window now. Though. Yeah, that's right. Thing. I'm gonna go. They're like, it's, and starting at quarterback, that guy. It's like, <laughs> get out there, that guy. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, Gucci's got to get back to uh, so hosting these Crash Mondays. Yes. yes, dude. Thank you so much for your Thanks time. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Great it's time. A great first thank episode, you, dude. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank All you. right. Ow. Woo.